a million dollars. I also wish I had a bigger PC setup. Oh, I wish I could understand and speak every single language. I wish Corey and I could take a vacation to Aruba right now. Oh, I wish. You know what? You know what, Kylie? Hey, I wish you could just finish the intro and stop talking about this so that we could actually talk about who's granting all these wishes. Well, geez, sorry for getting everyone in the mood. Welcome to Cryptic Soup. I wish my co-host wasn't so sassy. guys welcome to cryptic soup yep i was so excited for this intro i've been waiting to do the gin episode just for that intro i typed up that intro like literally over a year ago Did you? <laughs> okay. didn't type the episode but typed that intro a year ago okay anyways uh welcome back to cryptic soup i'm nina and i'm kylie whoa <laughs> yeah so um my goodness if you could have three wishes what would your three wishes actually be hmm And I can't wish for more wishes. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, no, we're not playing that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I could travel the world and not have to pay for it. Okay. Um, I wish I didn't have to work, so I'm not asking for money. <laughs> money, please. Wishing that I didn't have to work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then. So see, here's the thing. From a young age, I have like watched all these movies where things happen, like. And I've watched all the ones where things go wrong, like Bedazzled, where Brendan Fraser uh, meets the devil and she's hot. And like, she's like, I'll give you some wishes. But then every time he would like the one wish, he's like, I wish I had a lot of money. And so she's like, OK, but all of the wishes she purposely turns bad. So she makes him a Colombian drug lord. And she's like, well, you do oh. have a lot of money now. And he's like, Got well, it. that's not what I mean. Not okay. what I meant. <laughs> so I've always thought in my head, like, if I make wishes, I'm going to be so overly specific. It's like disgusting. I must. Yeah. So like one of mine would be like, I wish myself, my immediate family and my partner at the current time, whenever I am in that stage of life, has a bank account that stays at forty five thousand dollars with no problem. So even if we go and spend ten thousand dollars, somehow magic will replace it to forty five thousand dollars the next day. Because that's enough money to get through pretty much anything. I was going to say, why forty five? But it's not too much where like something could go wrong. Like I wouldn't like have you know like uh tax evasions or something like that i feel like i mean obviously oh so it's low enough to not be um i'm not like a billionaire i'm not some millionaire i'm not someone people are going to be using for money no one would just notice are comfortable but yeah and i could put a down payment on a house i could you know i could Mm -hmm. do anything with that kind of money pretty much i could could buy an island almost (laughs) so i I mean like a really tiny one like i could you know I would finance it okay. with the <laughs> but, forty five thousand. Yeah, payment. got it. Um, so that's one of them. And, you know, I don't want to have to feel guilty about my money. So that's why I would also say like my immediate family and everything. So then I you know, I don't have to like. Yeah. So that was like wish one. If I could have like any kind of wishes, wish two would be a remote that works for life. Like I could pause, rewind and fast forward. force in the universe the most powerful device ever created is now in the hands of one human so click 
I've never actually seen that movie because I think it'll ruin it for me. Yes, but it yes. will. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that. And you then, wouldn't wish that if you saw Click. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then my last thing would be to have like a set. Um, the things that I am passionate for and about. I be good at. So like that was like kind of my third wish, but I didn't know how to like reciprocate that. So like I love volleyball. That's one of my favorite things to do. Uh-huh. So I want to be good at volleyball no matter what. Like I want to be really good. Not like Wim- Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> not Wimbledon good. <laughs> I was trying to say no, not gymnastics. That's not the word either. What are those people that Olympics? Not like Olympian people, but like I could be like college pro, you know, like okay. pretty damn good. Yeah. Like things like that. Or like, like a naturally good person. Yeah. Be. Like I like speaking like languages, you know, I'd be good at two or three of them. Things like that, you know. Yeah. That would be my third wish is to be good at the things I'm extremely passionate about. That was like my third wish. I just couldn't yeah. figure out how to say it. So do you know who grants wishes? Uh, genies. Kind of, yeah. I mean, they're not, you're not wrong. I, I saw Aladdin. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because that is what today's episode alludes to is <laughs> Aladdin. Okay. So what the thing is, is that genies had to come from somewhere, right? They didn't just like appear poof. in a bottle one day. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Damn it. I thought that's how that, how that worked. Um, you know how I have a big boner for that girl singer from Canada named Lights? Yeah. So she had this album come out um, called Pep. And then she like redid the album and called it Dead because Pep Upside Down is dead like Dee Dee. Uh-huh. Um, which, by the way, apparently mail gets delivered on Sundays because uh, the post office came to my house today to deliver my mail specifically just to my house because she's like, your vinyl arrived here. <laughs> she like came all the way to my door to give it to me. <laughs> um, That's interesting. I didn't know that happens. OK, but um, so with that being the case for the Pep like music videos and stuff. She, what she did was each of her songs, she created a personality for the song based on the vibe of the song. Okay. And like, she dresses different and like, there'll be like a title on that page. And then she kind of does like almost like a big brother type thing where she's having all of her songs live in the same house. And so they have to get along so that they can make an album together. And so sometimes when she's like building the set list for her concert, like they'll be arguing in the house being like, well, I should be on the set list because I'm the most fun. People like me the most. And they'll be like, you bring down the mood. And plus half of you isn't even you. Travis Barker's on your track. That's why people like your track so much. And like the songs argue. Yeah. Right. Well, one of the songs, she wears this red bikini and her hair is in like a really high ponytail and like there's like glittery stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She looks like fucking that hot part of the movie when Jasmine's chained up by Jafar and like she looks so fucking hot. Yeah. Lights looks like that. And I have like a painting of it in my house. Like, oh, my God. I had such a. Oh, my God. Jasmine chained up by Jafar is such a sexual awakening for like every child ever. (laughs) She was so hot. I never thought of that until this very moment. Bro, what do you mean? She's so hot. And then he puts her in that little hourglass. No, she's in an hourglass and the sand's filling up and you're like, no, she can't die. She's too hot. No. Yeah. I never had that. Okay. So 
you thought you were bi, but you're wrong. I hate to tell you. <laughs> oh, so because I didn't notice that as a child, yes. that I was sexually aroused as a child. Yeah. I'm no clearly longer, I'm I'm a straight person now. <laughs> okay. So Aladdin isn't Aladdin got based off of something else called the djinn. Okay. So a djinn is literally a genie. That's that's pretty much like what is the best description of it. But the djinn is a lot more than that. So we're going to try to discuss what the djinn is. But the thing is, is that it doesn't have a real answer, which makes it super complicated, right? So the djinn is supposedly a shape-shifting spirit made of fire and air with origins in Saudi Arabia. Now, in Islam traditions and stories, the djinn are a race of spirit beings that can be good or evil. The story of creation is that jinns were created of fire without smoke before the time of man. These creatures will occupy a parallel world to mankind, but they can cross over, which we'll talk about. Pre-Islamic Arabs believed that the jinn could control the elements and turn plots of land fertile. So like they have these insane powers and we'll talk about the powers <laughs> you see that big paragraph the powers uh-huh. <laughs> yeah um the story is that the jinn are made of fire man is made of clay and angels are made of light so the jinn and men will fear each other mutually but since the jinn have powers they can instill fear more intensely and men like as a natural reaction fear them because they don't understand them and you fear what you don't understand. And when you say men, you mean like mankind. Yeah. Right? Sorry. Yeah. Not just like dudes. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, so when I keep saying like they kind of have superpowers. So here's the list of superpowers. What? Some of these. Are- these okay, words. <laughs> these words are wild. I, Kylie's not allowed to correct me on a single one, no matter how bad I fuck these up. And this is the longest part of the whole episode. It's like almost a page long and the whole episode's only like three and a half pages. So, yeah, I'm going to run through all these in like one breath if I can. OK. All right. You better turn this. The Actually, they're they're a lot easier to sound out once you do it. But the, the P one, like the, the fifth line down, that one's not going to be fun. Oh, no, no I'm going to fuck them all up. All righty. <laughs> There is possession, terrakinesis, which is earth manipulation, genus intellect, uh, trickery, cosmokinesis, which is cosmos manipulation, fear inducement, intangibility, ecokinesis, which is reality alteration, reality corruption, clairvoyance, manipulation, corporomancy, which is biological magic, poisonous anatomy, enhanced senses, pervakinesis, which is environmental control, adaptability, oreokinesis, which is dream manipulation, umberkinesis, darkness manipulation, time and space distortion, energy projection, chlorokinesis, plant manipulation, homunculus creation, reincarnation, madness inducement, soul absorption, and consumption, summoning, materialization, dematerialization, necromancy, dark and light magic, levitation, size shifting, flight, temptation, regeneration, elemental kinesiosis, oh my god, elemental control, flight, duplication, shape shifting, superhuman reflexes, curses, pyrophorocosic, fucking shit, madness control, mind control, electrokinesis, electricity manipulation, pyrokinesis, fire manipulation, Invisibility, aerokinesis, air manipulation, teleportation, superhuman strength, hydrokinesis, superhuman speed, causing disasters, chirokinesis, which is time control, psychological torture, immortality, telepathy, I can't even say it right anymore, telekinesis, wish granting, and more. Wow. So that's why we fear them. 
I practiced that so many times. It's so much. Yeah. So they can do literally everything, but they're bound to their bottle. Well, (laughs) are they though? Oh God. Now. Okay. I'm really sorry if I mess up this next part because I know it's like a really religious part. So I'm trying not to. The Jen are considered part of Al. Dang it. I looked it up and I still can't do it. Al Gabe or Al Gab. I've heard it. Uh, I've heard it two times. Sounds correct. I heard it. Three or four different ways, but none of them sounded right. So I'm a little confused, but it essentially translates to the unseen, which as as the more and more I read about this and the religion itself, I interpret it. It's kind of the similar theme of like, you don't see God or Jesus, but you believe in him because you have the belief, even though he's unseen, like if you're a Christian or something. Gotcha. And so that's what this is like. Even though it's something unseen, you have faith and you have a belief and that's enough to make you believe. And like the unseen is just as powerful as what is seen because of your faith. Got it. Okay, so like it reminded me a lot of like Catholicism or something like that, because they also have exorcisms. If you have the belief and you believe that Jen are bad, you have literally what's like an exorcism. Because when they think that you're seeing the unseen, they'll perform a ritual where they recite the Quran repeatedly mm-hmm. to you and like try to banish it from your life. Kind of similar to like an exorcist. Like, yeah, that's that's the only way that I can like that's put two and two together like, in my head. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of people that specifically study the gen and like what they think these unseen creatures are. And there's one person that's really famous for it. Her name is Amira Elzine, and she's the author of Islam, Arabs, and the Intelligent World of the Jinn. And when she decided to start studying this, she wrote a lot about what she's found, stories she's heard, things she's learned from looking at like old drawings, old readings from like way back in the day, because there's a lot of, um, not like hieroglyphs, because that's Egyptian, but like, drawings and murals and caves and like in different the places same like idea that. of a, yeah, yeah that give proof and faith to these unseens okay so in her book she has this quote that i'm gonna have kylie read to you guys hear ye hear ye the arabs of pre-islam invented a whole set of exorcism procedures to protect themselves from the evil of evil actions of the jinn on their bodies and minds such as the use of beads, incense, bones, salt, and charms written in Arabic, Hebrew, and Syriac? 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 Syriac. We're going with that. Or the hanging around their necks of a dead animal's teeth, such as a fox or a cat, to frighten the djinn and keep them away. Hmm. Kind of sounds like an emo girl, having, like, some (laughs) dead animal teeth hanging on a necklace. You would know. Oh, my I I wear one necklace every day and it's a heart with my own name inscribed in it, actually. Yeah. So thank you. you You're not going to talk about the teeth that you have? (gasps) Oh, the jaw? You like teeth. Well, yeah. I also have a jaw earring that Margie and I share that we got. Uh Um, And like we both have one earring. Yeah. It's like a rabbit jaw or something. You don't even know? I don't remember. It's written down next to it. Okay. Because we have quite a few jaws and bones and things. That's not cool. She also has wet specimens. My girlfriend likes 
things. <laughs> Thought something else was going to happen there, didn't Wet it? Specimen. Yeah, she uh, she likes things like the oddities conventions and stuff like that. Um, that's that's my girlfriend's neck of the woods. If you guys like that kind of stuff, um, we are redoing our house as you guys have heard a million times. Her bedroom, I call it her bedroom because. We can't fit all both of our stuff in the same closet. So our bedroom is her closet. So we call it her bedroom. And it's like white and black and muted colors and like um, has creepy things in it and like bat stuff and like Halloween decorations in it. And then you go next door and there's my computer room, which is like we call my bedroom, even though it's not. I, I share a bedroom with my partner um, and it has like Harry Styles and Louis Tomlins and stuff <laughs> and like. Ross Lynch and it's cute and there's like girly stuff all over and it's very cutesy and it's bright and happy <laughs> um very different than how we look and act but yeah so that's the the I joke I feel like that's the same way that we are you and Corey no me and you oh <laughs> yeah you and Margie are more on the same page and then yeah. I'm me but I look like I would be out of all the three of us the most yeah and I'm not no I'm the least. Right. I'm. I'm like the girliest girl of all of us. Literally. And and I'm the only one that doesn't identify as a girl. <laughs> Go figure that one out. <laughs> so um, with the gen, they're said to be invisible entities. And with that being the case, they have an abstract definition because no one can technically say what they do or don't look like because when you believe in them, they manifest themselves differently between each person that believes in it, similar to how like religion is. So that's another reason why I call them like the unseen and I relate them to uh, God and Jesus and stuff is because, you know, like different people say they see or feel different things. For instance, some Islamic scholars believe that the jinn are capable of possession and others don't like. So see, even just like small differences of what they believe can just be radically different about the jinns. This makes them really like um, hard to pinpoint what people do and don't believe because each person believes a different thing. And it's hard to say what each person experiences unless they're willing to come forward with it, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like up for interpretation on how you how your faith in them is. Mm -hmm. OK. And you like. You and someone could believe the same things, but then when it comes to the gin, you could have complete differences still. Like you don't, it's not technically part of your it's faith. literally the faith of them. Yeah. Not your faith or religion. Mm -hmm. It's like a separate thing. Okay. And it's generally agreed upon among most people that believe in the gin that they can interact with their own realm and our realm. And that's how we have encounters of their like existence here in our realm is because they can cross over. So even though they occupy and like live in a realm parallel to our own, they can cross over. They're like skinwalkers in that sense. Okay. Um, so one girl, she like people have different stories of them having encounters with the gin. And this is like a famous one that a lot of people had heard. This girl claimed that a bully at her boarding school nearly choked because the bully's tongue swelled up after she broke a different student's necklace. And the student in question began speaking in a male voice, claiming to be a gin who had traveled from afar. Now. So essentially it, um, it kind of reminds me. Um, did you ever see Sabrina, the teenage witch, the, the movie, the movie? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, never mind. I mean, I've watched 
all of the shows. <laughs> okay. Well, um, but like, doesn't it remind you of that though? Like, you know, like there's just yeah. this thing. Okay. Well, or anything in Harry Potter, anything. In, yeah, yeah. It's very like witchcrafty. Yeah. So later the parents revealed of the girl that claimed to have the gen within her. Now I can't even say what I want to say. Maleficent. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's actually what the I was villain? saying. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Anyways, they said it had an evil spirit within it. <laughs> I'm just going to change the word entirely. Okay. <laughs> so that's why the story goes that like they think that a gen occupied her, I guess, which is because the because of the necklace, the necklace, which that's a whole nother thing is now. OK, that one's a possession story. Like so it can leave the necklace as long as the necklace is on her or like what's the case here? Like when she takes off the necklace, can it still embody her? Is it within her now or is it still in the necklace? If someone else put the necklace on, does it automatically switch like ownerships? Like it's it's a little confusing. It's the bully's necklace or no, no, no. It's the girl's necklace okay. and the bully ends up choking on their own tongue. Got it. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the sightings of gens are in Bala, I think is how yeah. you'd say. Omen, Amen, Amen, and um, a remote Arabian outpost area. Residents claim to regularly experience jinn amidst the historic Islamic architecture there. Those are three hard words to say next to each other. Wait, so they they feel like they experience it when they're around the like older architecture in the area. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. yep. Muhammad al-Hanai, a devout Muslim with a postgraduate credentials, had reported seeing a pale woman in rags and hearing her cackle. So he says that, like, that that's something that they regularly see in this area. Is Maybe. this like, mm-hmm. Another local claimed that the oh, there's a story about these siblings, and he said that his sibling displayed personality changes after encountering what they thought was a spirit. And, like, he just changed who he was. As if the jinn had possessed him. They said they want to tear us apart. Our minds, communities with arguments, disbelief, everything. And all the time the jinn are still here waiting. This is the burden of Bahala. Um, that was a local exorcist named Harib al-Shukali. And he claims he's treated over 5,000 people that have been possessed by the jinn. You know, that's um, quite a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Many people believe the jinn have the capacity to take different forms or change appearance even. According to this, they can take a human or animal form, such as a cow, a scorpion, snake, bird, or many other things. Sometimes they take the shape of a black dog, and they say the black dog is the devil of dogs in most lore, which we've discussed before in Black Shuck and Demon Dogs in a previous episode, probably in like the first 10. Maybe more than that, but yeah, it was was an early episode. Hmm. I want to call you out. I want to say it's in the first 10. You really don't think it's in the first 10? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I'm going to say it's between five to nine, even to be exact. Wow. Okay. Okay. God, I'm going to fuck this up real bad. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh. Okay. I fucked up hard. <laughs> I'm real fucked up on this. It's 22. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Really what were hard. you thinking? You were probably thinking of um. Well, I forgot we did all the Christmas stuff, like all those Christmas episodes. So none of those existed in my head. Oh yeah, because 
Like, you thought it was before, like, the Dayton Christmas mm-hmm. and all that. Incredible. So in my mind, it was right after, like, Yosef Fritzl, which is number eight. Because I forgot about Santa Covina. I forgot the Dayton Christmas Massacre. I forgot Krampus. I forgot Krampus characters. Yeah. And so because of that, I knew, oh, if it's before Skinwalker Ranch, that that's where it has to be. It's in the first nine. No. No. We did a whole Christmas special. Yeah, we did. Damn. <laughs> the month of December doesn't exist in my world. <laughs> Just mark that Just all off. Gone. <laughs> um, so... If they take the form of a black dog, it's like a, a bad sign. But they also say the same thing can be said for like a black cat. So which we know in Western civilization, a black cat is a bad sign also. So it's just like a bad, bad omen type of thing. Yeah. Or it's mm-hmm. it means evil. It kind of either, depending on what you believe. OK. Did you know that some in the U.S., I don't know if this is everywhere, but did you know sometimes in the U.S. certain animal shelters will refuse to allow you to adopt black cats in the month of October? No. Yeah, I worked at a few that had that rule because they were afraid people would sacrifice them and hurt them and stuff like that. Oh. And so they purposely wouldn't let them hit the adoptions floor and stuff. Sometimes they would even pull them off the adoptions floor and stuff like that. It was pretty sad. It was kind of sad. Yeah. We have a cat and we have a black cat and we love like my mom's always had black cats. That's her favorite cat. Yeah. She thinks they're good luck because she's always had good black cats. And I'm like, yes, mom, you are alone in that. But that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally like in every movie, you know, that when the black cat right. crosses your path. But that's OK. When the gen takes a human or animal form, it then has to obey the physical laws of that form. So, for example, if it like becomes a human and you shoot it with a gun it's going to die because humans can't survive gunshots. Like, I mean, some can. Well, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, if I shot in the heart. It's or like be the same. If it's, a, if it's a deer and I stab it and like I only cut its leg, then it could probably survive. It'll survive as a gin. But like if I kill it as a deer, it's dead as a gin also. Okay. Die in the video game, you die in real life type vibe. If you die in the game, you die for real. Sword art. Oh, I was going for Stay Alive, the Frankie Muniz movie, but yeah. Oh. Mm. Same thing. We're very different people. We're very different people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I went for a B-rated horror film from like the early 2000s and you went for anime where they go to sleep and, well, they don't go to sleep. They play the video game with the VR and then they can't take it off. Right. Yeah. And it would kill them if they took it off. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they die in the game. But then you fall in love and it's fine. It's such and a good anime. Great. If you haven't seen it, go go watch it's it. It's pretty decent. I've watched it a few times. Um, the djinn prefer to live in places not inhibited by man for the reasons of also like they fear men just as much as men fear them. But because they want to be able to go into these different um, uh, shape-shifting abilities. Without being seen. Yeah, and like without being hunted down and being captured and everything else. So they usually live in places like deserts and wastelands. And even just where they dwell can be different. They might live in like a dustbin or sometimes sometimes people say they'll just be a mortal dude in disguise because that's the easiest way to hide. But then some of them also just live in cemeteries and ruins, like just literally anywhere. They just don't want to be technically near dudes like men. No, humans, if they have to. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Hmm. You know how I always say humans instead of people? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I had to think about it. Okay. Um, 
So I don't know where I was or what I was doing the other day, but I was meeting new people and I did something and I said, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'll go ask some of the humans and see if they want to. And the person stopped and their eyes just got so big and they were like, well, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> and I just like I like turned around, not realizing what I said. And I looked back at them and I was like, what? And they were like, sometimes you just give off like, I don't know reptilian skinwalker vibes (laughs) and like i never really thought like to bring it up but then you said that and i was like what i say and they're like the fact you don't know what you said makes it worse (laughs) like you're so accustomed to talking about your own species and i was like oh the humans and he's like the humans (laughs) (laughs) are you surprising And this poor dude, like he was so stressed. And I just meant like, no, I'm, I'm one, I'm one of, I'm one of you. I am a human too. And he's just like, <laughs> that's, what, all that's what the skinwalker would say. <laughs> he's like, are you a skinwalker? And I'm like, I'm not a skinwalker. And he's like, that's what the skinwalker would say. And I was like, no, 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 I I'll. And I, 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 I like, you know, like I got really serious and I looked in his eyes and I'm like, how can I prove to you? I'm not a skinwalker. I'll do it. I'll do whatever it takes. I'm not a skinwalker. I I'm human. And he's like, that fucking sealed the deal. You're not fucking human. They would not fucking care that much. They would have just kind of laughed at this joke and walked away. You're fucked up. And he just like, was like done. He's like, I'm not doing this. I was like, okay. Well, my reputation precedes me. <laughs> and like, I couldn't even be like, oh, that's the first time I've heard that. Cause it's not. Yeah. Ever. Right. Yeah. So there we go again. Fuck me. <laughs> now people don't know what the deal is with the gin. What is the deal with the gin? <laughs> hey kids, what's the deal with homework? You're not working on your home. <laughs> <laughs> like a ninety stand-up comedy. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. Because they differ so much between the beliefs and everything. But a lot of people say they do have something that's similar, like among everyone that believes it's that they can express and feel human emotions like anger, happiness and sadness. But also they can fall in love and feel heartbreak. And because of that, people um, have sex with Jen sometimes. It's lovely. You, uh, you don't want to go for a ride, do you? Okay, there it is. (laughs) Um, And no one knows if the gin are technically supposed to be good, bad, neutral, evil, like anything. But it seems like there's just as many good ones as there are bad ones. Kind of like the humans. I was going to say that. (laughs) And I was going to say the humans. The humans, because that's what they are. They're the humans. Right. That's what they are. Yeah. Including yourself. Yeah, me too. Right. Me and the humans. (laughs) All on planet Earth together. <laughs> You're doing great. We're living here on our shared planet. With aliens. Well, yeah, but we knew that because of Tom DeLong. Right. I'm surprised that he didn't, you know, know I'm no, here, though. We got more believers now. Mm-hmm. Because the media told us. Yeah. 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 The government now decided aliens are real again. Right. For this year. We'll see what 2024 brings <laughs> right. when they're like, ha ha, psych. That was a really long April Fool's joke we played on you guys. <laughs> Not in April. <laughs> Not in April, though. Oh, my God. Congratulations, Ross. You've been bamboozled. 
Um, they say if you free an evil or malevolent. <gasps> Did I do it? Yeah. Okay. Jen, then you have to outsmart it to contain it um, and like get rid of it. So a common trick people use is they'll plan to like its need to show how powerful it is and trick the spirit into re-entering its lamp or jar if that's how it came out and seal it by trapping the demon. Because in the evil gen stories, they call them demons or folk devils. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I love the word folk devil. Folk devil. Folk devil is a cool <laughs> ass word. I feel like it's just hard to say. Like it doesn't doesn't quite roll off the tongue. It, it feels like two separate things. Like it's, folklore and devil are not the same oh, to me. So like yeah. folk devil. The folk, uh, the folk devil went down the door to <laughs> for a soul to steal. <laughs> now, if the evil djinn was not contained, he could unleash terrible and contagious plagues upon the world. So like, it's not like Jafar where he's like, eh, I'm just going to do some damage and make this bitch hot in a like a hourglass. He's like, I'm going to fucking stop. end the world. OK, so you don't want the bad guys to get loose. They're more like Marvel bad guys. They're just not trying to, Disney. They're trying to ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. In Western culture, the djinn or genie's abilities to grant wishes originated from the book 1001 Nights, which then got turned into the inspiration for Disney's Aladdin. Hence how the djinn became genies. Interesting. Because why not wish on something cool like a genie that's Robin Williams? I was instead about to say of, that. And Robin Williams. Yeah. Which, do you like Aladdin? Yeah. I mean, you clearly didn't like it as much as I did, but... <laughs> didn't like it as much as um, you did. <laughs> clearly. Um, no, it, it's got some good music. Yeah, um, it does. And it's a Broadway musical. My mom used one of the songs for her wedding. No. Yeah. No. A Whole New World. Yeah. I don't remember if she walked down the aisle to it or if like it was her dance or what. I don't remember, but I know a whole new world was somewhere in her wedding. Yeah. Crazy, right? Interesting. She's badass. Does she like Disney? I don't. I don't <laughs> think so. I can show you the world. Um, ciao. Anyway, so. That's where I'm good. I just. I don't see your mom as a Disney person. So that's why it's confusing for me. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. Um, there's a lot of other adaptations of the gen. There's this thing called the fisherman and the genie. There's supernatural, obviously, because they have everything. Uh, Netflix's show, the gen. Uh, I dream a genie. There's a bunch of others, obviously. But yeah, they they've changed oh, once from upon a time. Oh, yeah. Once upon a time, there's a bunch of different things where it's just like the gens are genies and genies are the gen. They're essentially the same thing these days. And I wanted to throw in one more quote by Amira Elzine, the author that I talked about earlier, because uh, that was where I got a lot of the information for today. She said, as spiritual entities, the gen are considered dual dimensional with the ability to live and operate in both manifest and invisible domains. Mm. And I think that really sums it up is like why... Yeah. That's like a very broad statement of like kind of how people feel about religion. Like, yeah. you just have to believe if you want to believe in it. And then that's the end of it. And to keep away the evil. Yeah. Evil and that there's entity. a good and a bad side to it. Like yeah. most beliefs. Right. Which is 
the plot of all urban legends and things like that. They're either to warn you of something or teach you of something and stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about my sources, but before I do, because in case people ever dip around this time, I'm going to, in a minute, bring up a case that's not long enough for me to do an episode on, but I want to talk about really quickly in case anyone wants to dive into it and talk about it because it's fucking wild. Okay. My sources tonight was the book that I talked about, Islam, Arabs, and the Intelligent World of the Jinn by Amira Elzine. But also I used three websites, What Are the Jinn by Live About or Live About, I don't know. What Are the Jinn, The Arab Spirits Who Eat, Sleep, Have Sex, and Die by Vice. What Are the Jinn, The Mysterious Genies of Arabian Mythology by All That's Interesting. So there's that. Okay. Can I talk about this case? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this dude, fuck him. <laughs> His name is Zarius Hildebrand. He That is a name. Yeah. He posted a, a poster. Like on Facebook, he posted a missing persons poster. Okay. And it's three pictures of a girl. Saria Barney Hildebrand. Okay. And it says Saria is a 21 year old, five foot eight, brown haired, green eyed, Asian American female. She was last seen wearing all black clothes and shoes as well, and a black crossbody bag. Her last known location was 5200 Block of Mockingbird Drive on August 6th, 2023 at 10 a.m. Please contact blah, 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 whatever. Okay. Right, 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 right. Okay. Why is that crazy? Because he has her. Because on the 11th, husband arrested in fatal shooting of Anchorage woman missing since Sunday. So he shared this, right? Right? Mm-hmm. They think he's the, he killed her. Right. Okay. Obviously. Um, come on. Let me look at this thing. Let me look. All right. I'm going to try to read this as fast as I can because it's like three pages and I'm not reading all this. So I am going to, um, summarize. Summarize. We're reading from NBC News, guys. All right. August 13th. This one was published. A U.S. soldier was charged with murdering his wife in Anchorage, Alaska, four days after he reported her missing to the police. Zarius Hildebrand, 21 years old, has been charged with first and second degree murder, as well as tampering with evidence, according to court records. Saria Hildebrand was first reported missing on Monday, a day after she was last seen at the couple's apartment and complex in Anchorage, police said at the time. Saria was a medic with the Alaskan National Guard while her husband worked as a cannon crew member in the U.S. Army. Um, court records show Zarius was arraigned on Friday with an initial charging of documents filed in this case. The document was not immediately available online, but copies were obtained and they found her body on Thursday while using drones. He told the police he and his wife had been out with friends on the 5th celebrating his birthday and had not returned until early the next morning. He said his wife left for work at about 10 a.m. on August 6th and that he went to look for her after she hadn't returned 12 hours later, thinking that she was missing. According to charging documents, her co-workers reported to police that they had received text messages from her at 1045 a.m. that morning saying that she was actually calling off work and she never went in that day. The same day, Zarius purchased a 96-gallon trash can, a set of new bed sheets, some hydrogen peroxide, and an empty spray bottle. Court records do not list an attorney for Zarius who remains in custody at Anchorage Correctional Complex. Um, the mother of Syria, Syria which is Meredith Barney, said that after Friday's arraignment, her daughter was the most amazing, precious child ever. And she has her suspicions about Zarius from the second he called me from her cell phone to report her missing. 
Barney said she was not aware of anything abnormal between the couple except for newlywed issues. <sighs> so um, that's a big thing. And then people, I'm, this is where it gets messy. So I talked about what he bought. People are talking about like, okay, so obviously her body was he was going to do something in the in the trash can, even though they found her body later and stuff. The new bed sheets were because he changed the bed sheets. Now, there are some stories and I cannot figure out which parts of this is true or not, because there's so much talking about it. Hydrogen peroxide is used to get blood out of sheets and stuff like that very well. OK, and he bought a spray bottle. So some people are saying they found the bloody sheets and that that's why he chained them. Some people are saying they found sheets that were cleaned with peroxide and stuff. There's a bunch of conflicting stories and I haven't found out hundred percent which ones are true and which aren't. So I'm not saying anything there, but oh my gosh, it's a wild one to fall in. If you like start looking at it because he shared all this stuff on Facebook and then the mom, not knowing that he was the murderer at first, like shared a picture of him and stuff like that. It's, it's one of those where it's just like, oh fuck. Once you start digging into it, you're like, this is so fucked. And like you, you just got a bad feeling with the way he was talking about it and everything. And then seeing how many shares the post had and stuff. And then later knowing that he's the murderer in this case and everything, you're like, oh my fucking God, this is so sad because he was talking to her parents and her parents were thinking maybe there's a chance their child's alive, but they're talking with the murderer and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of dark. Yeah. Well, I brought up the thing about the shark attack yeah a few episodes ago if you guys don't remember me talking about shark week and shark attack shark <laughs> and someone said "Ooh, i really like that little tidbit of a spoiler episode type thing you like sliced in there and i was like yeah i can't do that all the time but i'll, I'll do i'll do like another one here soon sometime and we'll just do do a quick mini something to talk about to in case people want to talk about it. And I figured this is the perfect one because, you know, maybe someone's not into the gin, but maybe they want to hear something crazy. Oh, shit. I got you at the end. Ooh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. I reeled you back in. <laughs> so I figured we needed a light episode, though. The gin, not that thing. Right. Um, after everything. Maybe we've done, we can make it as an actual episode when more more information hits and stuff. Yeah. Real evidence and information come out. Yeah. Yeah. I figured we needed something a little bit easier on the palette since we've we hit nexium and then right after nexium we did joanna and i'm like jesus yeah why need jesus up in here well it's been a bad it's been a bad week it's been also a rough week guys yeah but i got my house almost painted i'm i'm over three quarters done with my house that's scary to say because i feel like something's gonna go wrong yeah (laughs) last time we were half done a room flooded so i don't like talking about it yeah (laughs) We were like, oh, my God, we're half done with our house. Just kidding. Oh, my God, our house flooded. (laughs) So, well, thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us tonight, today, morning, night, afternoon, whenever you're listening. I guess that makes the difference here Mm -hmm. for us right now. It is nighttime on a Sunday. Yay. It is 7 p.m. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's almost my bedtime. I'm hungry. I haven't had dinner. Um, Thank you guys for making this podcast work for what it is with listening and being here i fucked it up it's i know i did a, it's been a hard week guys I just, okay i thought if i kept doing it it would get there and it got worse <laughs> you guys are part of the csp community and family even though i'm the worst part of it here because i fuck it up <laughs> half the time big thank you guys for being here and being part of this also big thanks to taylor lab monkey creative every week for doing our editing and for hanging out and listening to us whether you want to or not 
we like that whether you, you want to or not yeah because he has to edit it so like <laughs> he doesn't he maybe he's not feeling listening to our crazy antics and he's like well damn gotta gotta go listen to those crazy two lunatics now <laughs> so you know thanks for being here taylor always okay guys i'm just gonna respond like real quick i'm not even gonna try and make it sound pretty but hey this is taylor not the Taylor from the first future, the Taylor from the second future. I ended up going back and adding some heart music, so if that sounds pretty to you, then call it what you will. All right. Yes, I love editing every episode. It's really a lot of fun. Hey, this is Taylor from the third future, and it's not because I hate the sound of my voice. It's because I just want a bed of music for the ambiance. I'm trying to set a scene here in my imaginary editing head. I'm like the genie coming out of the bottle, granting your wish, hence the, the music. I don't know if you picked up on that, but okay. Hey. Yeah, as I'm editing and listening along, I find myself having responses and like thinking of jokes in my head to go along with whatever you're saying. So I'm hoping that using the edit the way I've been um, kind of gets that across and gets my personality across. And yeah, it feels like we just get, it's like my weekly time to hang out with you guys, <laughs> even if it has this like parasocial difference, but um, it's great. And you guys are doing a great job. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to all the plans that we have for the future. So thanks for all the support, guys. I love you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is at Cryptic Soup Pod, where our DMs are always open for suggestions. So slide on in. The Discord is like done. Like it's it's basically done. Like it's not like your house. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Look at that. Fuck it's off. Like <laughs> <laughs> at first I thought you meant like everyone's house. Like, oh, like it's not like, you know, your house. Cause when you buy a house, your house owns you more than you own your house. Like there's always something to work on. You're always oh. gonna... And I was like, oh, I mean, there is always and something. And I was to like, work hee, hee, that's funny. And then I look over and see you're looking directly at me and I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> no, it it I mean there's always going to be things that we can tweak and add and, you know, work on, but it's done. It's done. It's done. So if you're interested in the discord, you know, please reach out to us. We're going to add it on the website and the Instagram. And then, uh, I also, uh, have created a, uh, a Twitch stream. Um, I haven't really gone live since COVID. That wasn't like a thing that I did. Corey, kind of grabbed onto that and got all of these streamer friends. So now we realize that we don't always have to be on camera. So we made a, a what we call a, a VTuber, which it's a bit moji. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Like that's well, essentially what it is. There's a bunch of different types that you can create. Um, I just was able to get one from Etsy. So I helped a fellow artist. Um, but it it like moves when I move and it talks when I talk. Stand up when I move, you move. And so it it's cool. But um, we're gonna be able to go live. So uh, all of our links are going to also be on my Twitch account, which is Kingslay, which is K I I N G S L A Y. There's two eyes. So if you want to check out my page, you can go to Kingslay on Twitch. I'm still working on that, so don't judge me. Um, but then you can also find me through um, Corey's, which is twitch.com slash TV slash Sir Beckham's. So get on it. S-I-R-B-E-C-K-U-M-Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't figure out if it was U-M-Z I mean, or really, E-M-Z. you're going to find us. If you go to Instagram, you go to our website. Like, we are not difficult to find. So yeah. 
find us. You'll you'll go into the rabbit hole of all of our different social medias and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Um, I got a tattoo with one of our listeners. I mean, I'm, I know them outside of the podcast, but they are a listener of the podcast. <laughs> um, I got a matching tattoo with um, our friend Megan. Um, we got we got calves on our calves. You think I'm kidding, but I'm not. Um, we got we got these cute fucking little cows. And why are they on your calves? Because they're calves. Right. <laughs> and we're best friends until the until the cows come home. <laughs> um I love her so much. She's like one of my first ever five, seven, four friends I made. This bitch was okay. Actually, no, I, I was at a bar and I was hanging out with some friends and she comes walking in and she slams something down on the table and she's just like, God, I fucking hate people or something like that. And I was like, Oh my God, this girl's so fucking aggressive dude. For what reason? Which she's really not. (laughs) And she's not, she's like the nicest fucking person on the planet. And she was complaining about some dude or whatever. And she had on a bandana and I like commented on her bandana and she's like, thanks. It's a bandana. Like, as if I didn't comment on it. And I was just like, I think I like her. She's kind of weird. And then she starts talking about something and she's covered in tattoos. Like she even was back then. She has, I feel like genuinely every single part of her body tattooed, except for she has this like one patch on her stomach. She has like a full blackout sleeve and stuff. She has all of her fingertips. She has her neck. She has her back. She has her throat. She has her legs. Yeah. So she had her fingers done. And at one point I said something. I was like, oh, I someday hope I face too. Yeah, she has her face, too. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I hope someday I can have, like, my fingers done, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, this is my favorite one of my fingers. And she she has on her ring finger a, a booze bottle or something like that. And I was just like, what? And she's like, eh, you know, married to the married to the booze and the money or something like that. Like, she made, like, a joke. <laughs> and I, like, died laughing. I was like, bro, I want to be friends with this girl so bad. And then she starts freaking out because there was a dog outside the bar and she wanted to go pet it. And I was like, bro, who the fuck is this girl? I want to be your friend so bad and then she moved to florida and i moved to chicago and we didn't see each other ever again and until we did and now we we all live (laughs) here and now we somehow all ended up back in the same town again years later because we lived in the same town different town last time and so i was like oh that's fucking crazy and now we're friends again and it's so funny because uh 90 of our friendship we've never even lived in the same state but we've always been friends and i really fucking love her she's great so that's all. And we got a she tattoo. Also, she also owns uh, motorcycles. And yeah. so she has helped me gain some confidence there. She's also just a badass in general. She's yeah, so she really fucking is. cool. <laughs> uh, we want to go get matching Mothman tattoos next. I figured that's there's fitting. V- there's VTubers that are Mothmans, by the way. Oh, of course there are. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for coming and hanging out. Um, we hope you guys leave an Apple podcast review and our rating and or Spotify rating because it helps us get our name out there and it makes us feel great about ourselves. So remember to subscribe, follow, tune in, keep up with us. And remember to join the conversation where we'll see you next Tuesday for the next episode. Stay tuned. <laughs> I think I went a little fast and you didn't like it. That's what she said. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>